23rd chapter, Proverbs chapter 3, and uh, we'll read a couple of verses of scripture, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, amen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he'll direct your path. Praise God. I want to talk to you today, amen, about God at work. Amen. When you don't see him, he's working. When you don't feel him, he's working. Praise God. Amen. Lord Jesus, let your word speak to us. God, we pray that you work on every one of our hearts. Amen. And in some way, oh God, Lord, with all the people, with various situations and circumstances, may your ministry, God, be to them, amen, today. And we don't, Lord, take, amen, the word of God is saying that it belongs to somebody else. May it be, God, to each one of us today. I believe that, God, you want to do a great work in our lives, in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. Praise God. And I will, before I start my sermon or whatever, I... I don't know. I was just standing there a while ago when they were singing and amen and talking, praying, you know, kind of the Lord. And I don't, I just, the thought came to me. I can't say it was from anybody but me, but, but if some of you would like to, uh, some of you would like to read the, um, the prophecies of Jeremiah, amen. You'd kind of find out just kind of what things, how things are going on in America right now. Amen. I'm not going to say we're going to be carried away to captivity, but I'm going to tell you something. Amen. God's, God's, God's about fed up with America. Amen. We can tell the world how to live, but we can't live it ourselves, you know. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Proverbs. When you start reading the Proverbs, uh, you, uh, you kind of get the feeling like that Amen. Each 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 verse is a message, you know. Sometimes in itself, and uh, I uh, I will refer back to possibly these uh, these texts. But uh, really, Amen. We want to talk about what is being Amen could be said. I suppose that there's a hundreds of sermons could be preached from these two verses of Scripture. Amen. As as uh, as our great wisdom guy Solomon wrote those things, amen, to let us know that there's messages, there's messages that we can get from that and draw from that. Just like, just like as I would say a while ago that, amen, I could say something here and it would, to, to one person it would be an answer to a prayer and to another person it would be direction in life and to another, amen, he would, uh, it would be conviction of the Spirit. Amen. And so, uh, so I pray today that the Lord can help us. Amen. When, when we read this scripture, we can follow the steps by step, the ways that God leads his chosen people. Amen. He, he has a way of, of leading us. Some, some can just say, Lord, you just show me the way and I'll walk in it. And others, sometimes he has to help them along the way. Amen. You could, but you can see God's work. Amen. Not only the direction of his steps, but the workings of the flaws, amen, that's in our lives to get those out. Amen. 
just like I'm sure I was talking with someone yesterday that's going to go under the knife of a, uh, of a doctor to try to remove some situations in their bodies. Amen. Uh, I think we need to go under the direction sometimes of the Spirit of God to move, get things out of our lives. Amen. It's going to help us. Amen. Uh, Psalms chapter 37 and verse 23, you don't have to turn there, but it says the steps of a good man are ordered to the Lord. They, uh, you, you have orders from God sometimes for steps that you take. And uh, then, like I say, other times, amen, God kind of helps us. Amen. Even God calls men and women, amen, for the purpose in your life. You're, nobody sits on the pews of a church that's not, amen, God call for a purpose. Amen. Uh, they, you, you, you've got a reason for being here today. And you've got a reason for loving God and want, to, want his word. You, you've got a, and and I, I dare say that most of you, uh, feel like that you you need some direction of the Lord, and you, God is urging you on many times. And sometimes the scripture that you read, or the prayers that you pray, or the sermons you hear, and uh, I I just want to present a couple of examples in the Bible today that what I'm trying to uh, share with you. And I'm sure that most of them, and I've preached some of these things before from some of these people. And, uh, and, and they're prime examples of how that God works, amen. And, uh, and you, can, you, can, you can see the stories of Jacob, amen, and his failures in life. And if you want to go back to the 25th chapter of, uh, of Genesis and uh, see Jacob as his, uh, his struggles in life, amen. Jacob chose, he was chosen of God, amen. Jacob have I loved and Esau have I hated, Amen. And they knew, amen, uh, even Isaac, where he wanted to or not, he knew that God had was chosen Jacob to be the one that was going to be the leading of God, God's people, Israel. Amen. And, uh, and, and, and of course, his, Isaac's wife, amen, she, uh, she knew. And, of course, they, of course, you know the story of how that they attempted attempted to, uh, to help God out and got themselves in quite a bit of trouble. And it caused uh, Jacob had to flee, amen, for his life. And he spent 21 years, amen, up at Laban's house, amen, going through all the process. You can read this in Genesis 25, and I'll read a few verses of Scripture there in verse 21. Amen. And, uh, and Isaac entreated the Lord, and the Lord was, it was entreated of him, and Rebekah had his wife conceived, and the children struggled together in her womb. Amen. And, and she said, if it be so, why am I thus? And she went to the choir of the Lord, and the Lord told her, amen, that Jacob was the one. And, uh, and then you skip on down, and you'll find out that like I say, is Jacob spent 21 years up at Laban's house, amen, uh, and of course, it was the ups and downs of life. Uh, he, he, uh, he, had, he had quite a problems there, amen. He, he, uh, he tried to outrun God, is really basic I can say. He, he, he wanted in the physical, but he was not spiritually prepared for the 
for the struggle or for the things that he was praying for and seeking for and desiring. In other words, God said, uh, you know, you, you may want the birthright and uh, you, have, you have went the wrong way to try to get it, but here's the story. You're not ready for it. And so the Bible tells us some things about Jacob's life. And, and, uh, and finally, you know, as God called him back from, from Syria and, uh, and called him back to the promised land. And Jacob went back just excited about the things that God was giving him direction. But he stopped him here at the brook of Jabbok. Amen. And, uh, and you know the story there. And that, that's, that's a good preaching. And it's good thought and it's good to understand amen when he got to Jabbok amen he uh he, he recognized the fact that tomorrow I'm going to live or die amen so I better well to die tonight rather than face Esau tomorrow amen so the prayer amen he prayed praise God he prayed all night amen and he said it to the angel I will not let you go until you bless me Amen. And you know the story. What is your name, Jacob? Amen. What is your name? And Jacob told him, I am Jacob. And, and God changed his name. But when, when, uh, when Jacob left, amen, Jabbok, amen, he called it Paniah, which basically means, if you want to interpret that, it says, I face God. I faced God tonight. Amen. I come, to, I come to a submissive spirit. I come to the place where God could use me. God could put that blessing upon my life. I can become the man of God that he is calling. Now, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I can say that I believe that God can speak to everyone here, but he may have some people in mind that he's talking to today that, Amen. Is still struggling to be obedient to God's calling. Took Jacob 21 years to do that. Amen. And, uh, and, and, and I don't know, I don't know, each one of us has to struggle. And I think that each one of us every day needs to find direction of walking with God. But, but there's, there are those times when it's, it's now. It's now. You, you know, you, you've, you, you've struggled with this long enough. You just need to give it all up. Amen. When Jacob gave it all up, amen, God blessed him, and God gave him the blessing, and you know, it, 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 it made a difference in everybody around him. Amen. It made a difference in Esau. When Esau come to meet him with 400 people, it made a difference in his life because he said, I don't want nothing you got. Amen. Uh, I, that wasn't what he come thinking. That wasn't what he come planning. But somehow God touched Esau as much as he did to Jacob that day. Praise God. Amen. And another person, amen, is Jacob, one of Jacob's sons. And uh, here's, a, here's a story that I'm sure that everybody has told, and, and it has never really been told. Amen. Joseph. Amen. Joseph was Jacob's 11th son, so he had no, he had really no, uh, 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 part of the what you call the birthright as the elder son, but God had chosen Joseph, and Joseph he had some dreams, and of course Jacob understood that, and of course Jacob's love for him because of his 
precious, amen, beloved Rachel that Jacob, amen, gave Joseph a coat of many colors. And, of course, that made, that made all the, the family, it made a really a disruption in the family. <laughs> amen. He, 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 Jacob created disaster. Amen. Because he didn't mind showing that Joseph is my chosen son. I, I love him because, you know, I say he's, he's my precious boy. Genesis chapter 37 and verse, 37 and verse 7. Amen. That Joseph dreamed a dream, and, and that made things worse. And then 30, 39th verse, amen, or the ninth verse, excuse me, amen, he dreamed a second time, and jealous, his brothers become so jealous, and the situation in the family was so that even God was choosing that it, 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 he had to prepare Joseph for things that Joseph had to go through to make him the man that he was, that he could be or should be, amen. So the jealousy of the brothers, amen, caught him to be thrown in the pit. And they planned to kill him, but, but uh, he, uh, he was sold as a slave down to the Egyptians, amen. And, and there must be some explanations of all of this. And uh, for all Joseph went through that, that what was God doing? And I can read some scriptures on and I can find that, amen, even Joseph himself recognized God was at work in his life. It's unusual, amen, to see the twists and the turns of this. And I, I tell you, when you, if you start reading the, the life story of Joseph, you can get sermons and you can get ideas and you can get inspiration and you can get challenging, and you can get recognition that maybe sometimes, amen, that's what I've been going through. Amen. And so Joseph became a slave. He became a servant, amen, to the Egyptian people. And, and, uh, and you can just say again, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. And lean not on your own understanding. Just let all the ways it goes. Amen. Let God direct your path. Keep your faith in God. Amen. Whatever. Whatever. Just keep your faith in God. Amen. And Joseph was, he, he done pretty good. He done pretty good as a slave. But God wouldn't want him to be a slave. He wanted him to be a prince. He wanted to sit on the throne in Egypt. He wanted to be the leader. He wanted to save his people. And nobody could see that. Joseph couldn't see it, and nobody else could see that. Amen. But the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. Hallelujah. God is directing your path if you can just feel after him and know him. Brother House was talking in a Sunday school lesson this morning that we, we've got to have that sense of a feel, amen, that, that there's, there, there's, a, there's some things that God wants to lead us and guide us in that we may not be able to pick up by just the circumstances of life. I don't believe that Joseph understood all of that. I don't believe he understood anything, amen, that God was at work. Amen. During the midst of his situation and circumstance. 
Now, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not preaching today about the corona, okay? I'm not preaching that all sickness is of God. I'm not preaching that, amen, maybe, but I just believe that every one of us here somehow needs to have some direction of God in their lives. God has a purpose and a will, amen, in Joseph's life. And God also knew that Joseph had so much pride because of his visions he was having. Amen. That had not come to pass that he lingered in mind upon those things. And, and, uh, and, and God, was, God was having to bring him down to the place to where he was a submissive vessel. Or he couldn't make the throne. Amen. With, with that kind of attitude. Hello. Hello. He couldn't make the throne with that attitude. It's, it's just wasn't one of those Job situations where, uh, where Satan was attacking. It was God at work. It was God doing these things. Amen. Uh, he, he, Joseph said it himself in confession. Now, you folks meant it for evil, but God was making it good. He was, he was for good. He was doing things in my life that brought me to the place where I could somehow not get uh, glorified in myself. Amen. Amen. Because you can, see, you can see how God made him the man to sit upon the throne to save his people. Amen. God's purpose and will for Joseph's life could not be achieved until Joseph was brought, amen, amen, through all of the schools of humility and the things that God had to put into his heart and his mind before he ever became the man that God was going to work and use for his glory. Praise God. Hallelujah. So let the Lord work on our hearts. Let the Lord work on our hearts. I think the best prayer that we could ever pray is, God, I want you to use me. But I want you to, Lord, amen, humble me or whatever it takes to be submissive to the spiritual work. Praise God. Hallelujah. You may ask why. Am I preaching this today? And why, why are you saying all this? Because I, I was impressed of God, amen, to tell somebody that the things that you are going through could very well be the preparation for God's use for your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I say again, Joseph could live as a servant. And be nice and kind even to Potiphar's house to bless him and into the prison to bless the prisoners, whatever, and uh, even gave them encouragements. But he was not quite ready for the throne until somehow he had learned how to live in a submissive way with God. Praise God. And I say this, could very well be you preparation you for a higher and don't you flunk the test of God's school of perfection in your life. God's just still working on us, isn't he? He's trying to help us. 
Jake was not ready to fulfill God's birthright until Peniel, when he met God face to face. God could not use Joseph as a savior until he, until he, amen, he submitted, amen, and become a leader that he was, amen. And Jeremiah, I'll turn back to Jeremiah and read some scriptures here tonight. Jeremiah chapter chapter 9, and uh, read a few verses of scripture. Jeremiah 9, and uh, in verse 23 and through 24. Jeremiah 9 and 23 says it like this. Thus saith the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord, which exercises loving kindness and judgments and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. Learn how to trust in the Lord. Amen. In Genesis chapter 45, amen, and uh, read a couple of verse scripture. Of course, I've already quoted them, but let me just read the verse, chapter 50 first. Genesis chapter 50, and uh, what Joseph was saying there, amen, to, uh, to his brethren as, uh, as he was trying to encourage them after his father had died. Genesis chapter 50 and verse number 15 says, And when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will preadventure hate us and will certainly require it us at the evil which we have did unto him. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph saying, Thy father, thy, thy father did command before he died saying, so shall ye say unto Joseph, Amen, forgive. I pray thee not to trespasses of thy brethren and thy sins, for they did unto thee evil. And now we pray thee, forgive thy the trespasses of thy servants, Amen, of the God of thy father. And Joseph wept when he spake those unto him. Amen. So God had put him in the place, and his brethren, amen, also went and fell down before the, his face, and they said, Behold, we be thy servants. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for I am in the place of God to you. But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. Everything I've gone through, God was doing me good. Everything that he was doing was putting me in a place to where I could help other people. I could save my brothers and my sisters. I could save my family. I can save the lost people. Amen. I want to tell you something. God can put us in a place if we would just allow him to do a work, and it's, it's a bad work sometimes he feel, we feel, amen, that he's trying to do. But it's, it's, it's bringing things into our lives that when we have the ability that we will have the love and the patience and the mercy to, to fulfill what God purpose and plans in our life. Amen. But as for you, you thought it evil against, but God meant it for good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. 
all that Joseph went through was for good, was for a purpose, and for a man that with love in his heart and forgiveness in his life, he, man, could be the Savior. Hallelujah. Ain't God good? And all that he does, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Hallelujah. For all the things that he does. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I don't know what you are going, to, going through, but most of us can look back at life and see how God handled our, body, our lives. Amen. And thank him for what all he has done for us. He's led us through the dark valleys. He's caused us, amen, to go through things. And I can look back at some of those things that I felt like, and I told, like I said this other night in the Bible study, amen, that many of the things that was the worst thing that ever happened to me become the greatest thing that ever happened to me because I allowed God to do things. And he's still working on me. I don't know about you, but he's still working. But I want to read some things that, uh, that I can share today that I feel like that, that I think we can, we can pretty well understand. But maybe, maybe I'll, this is a whole lot of sermon to be preached some other time. Matthew chapter 26. Matthew chapter 26. And I will read, begin reading verse number 36 through 42. Amen. It says it like this. Then cometh Jesus with, with them unto the place called Gethsemane. And said unto his disciples, sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, which is James and John, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. And then he told them, and he said unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tear ye here and watch with me. And when he went a little further, he fell upon his face and prayed, saying, O oh, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Amen. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. I'm submitting myself to the will of the Spirit. Oh, God. Amen. He cometh to the disciples and find them asleep. And I'll pause here to tell you, I don't remember any time, maybe so, but the disciples, his 12 trusted disciples prayed with him. I've read scriptures where he got up a great way for, for dawn and went out and prayed, but the disciples were still asleep. I, went to, I read the, the mountain of transfiguration, Peter, James, and John's up there with him, but they're asleep. He goes to Gethsemane to pray. Amen. This, this prayer of submission. And finds them asleep again. Amen. And Jesus said, what, could you not watch for me one hour? Amen. Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. Amen. The spirit's willing, I know, but the flesh is weak. Who's he talking to there? Was he talking to himself about himself or the disciples? 
He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. Thy will be done. I want to turn to Luke 22. Luke 22 has a little more uh, to say about that, that I uh, feel like that uh, may be of helpful to us. Amen. Luke chapter 22 and verse 41. Amen. Uh, says it like this. Luke 22 and 41. Amen. And he was, he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeling down, he prayed. Sin, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but, thy, but thine be done. And there appeared an angels unto him from heaven, strengthening him. I want you all to pray with me. But they slept. Angels came and comforted him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. His sweat became his great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose up from praying, he was come to his disciples and found them sleep for sorrow. Amen. Jesus struggled in prayer. He struggled so hard that the angels had to comfort him in his struggles. Nobody did. Nobody else did. He struggled so that his sweat became his drops of blood. Some says that he died, he almost died with a broken, from a broken heart there, but blood, it, there, there's such a trauma that there's very few people ever had such a trauma that, amen, their sweat became blood. There was something happened inside of him. He was struggling, but he was struggling to say, God, your will be done. Your will be done. Sometimes that's where we are. Sometimes we struggle, amen, to let God do his will in our lives because we think it's harmful. We think it's, uh, we think it's not Amen. Uh, it's, it's, it's something's wrong. But I want to tell you something. Some things are just so right when God. That's why, that's why James said, count it all joy when you fall into these situations and circumstances. Amen. Because God's working something out in your life. Amen. And I conclude with Philipp, Philippians chapter 2. And verse 5 through 9. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, who being the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made of himself no reputation. But he took up on the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men, just like us. He struggled. The flesh Struggled. And being found and fashioned as a man, he humbled himself. Now, God had to help Jacob and Joseph to get to the humble part. 
But he humbled himself and became obedient, even to the death of the cross. Lord, I thank you for your word. No, God, help us to, amen, have a respect for ourselves. But God, help us not to have a spirit that you can't use. And whatever it takes to draw closer to you, that's what I'll be willing to do. Whatever it takes, God, for you to make us what we ought to be, Lord. I'd take us to the, take us to the potter's house, Lord. And mold us in the right direction. Mold us to the place where, God, you can use us as a vessel of honor to you. And I'm praying this, God, not only for myself, but I pray that each one person in this auditorium, every person in this auditorium, would have that same spiritual attitude. God, help us to submit, God, to whatever you want. We don't want to hold back on you. If you're talking to us this morning, if you're asking us for things, God, and we're struggling to be obedient to you, God, may somehow we see these examples. We don't want to all have to go through all these things that Joseph had to go through and Jacob had to go through. Necessarily, we ought to be obedient and understanding, but sometimes you have to take us to the woodshed and to the potter's field, potter's house. Amen. To mold us into the place, God, that you want us. I ask for your spirit, God, right now, as we stand together. Amen. To speak to each heart in this auditorium right now. It doesn't matter if you're a sinner or if you're a saint. I believe that God, amen, would, would do with us and work with us if somehow we were willing to accept his hands upon us. Amen. And helping us, God. Oh, help us, God. Praise God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. If you feel 